Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music, or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Abby Wigton for calling us the number one globally syndicated podcast. A podcast? Her review reads, OMG, you ladies are what makes my long commutes in the Northeast every morning wonderful. I'm a single mama to a little boy. You both give me so much hope and laughter, and I'm so grateful for that. Love you. We, we love you, too. Go on with your bad self, Abby. You're doing a great job. Yes. And thank you, Dave, for making this a shorter review, because I feel like there's a lot of words, usually. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> For the love. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take. Or leave, because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are going to mostly do what we do each and every episode, which is we have no idea. Well, we have a little idea. Well, we're going to spend 20 minutes planning the show, and then we'll, we'll get through the show. Rude. We have some important topics to discuss. Uh, well, why don't we let uh, Linda open things up for us? That's a good idea. I forgot. That was my line. Yeah. This is where you say, be sure to call. I thought you'd... <laughs> Killing me. I'm sorry. I clicked off. Uh, today we have Linda. She's opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us. Hi, this is Linda from Wisconsin. I am the mom of two sweet girls, six and eight. Let's start the show with a mom fail moment. We're all here because we're struggling as moms. And anyone who says they are not, I am on the phone for the love. Can we please stop hitting each other and smacking each other and fighting and yelling? Thank you. Our obviously ginormous live acres. I love you guys. Thanks for everything you do. Bye. You guys are getting really good yeah, these, at these calls. It's like, they're, a, like it's, they're like sketches. They're like yeah. full on. I'm really excited to see what else we can get. So we really do need to call 315-834-2696 because I'm entertained. If you can incorporate some barnyard animals, I would really mm. appreciate that. I, I listened to that one several times because after she, she gets on them, the little girl says something back and I'm trying to figure out what it is, but mm. I can't, I can't get it. I can't but she it. called them Libiagers and it was, I know she's in Wisconsin. Yeah, it was, it was the best. It was the best, but I, I, love I, Wisconsin. I also wanted to know why you read the today we have Linda opening it. <laughs> like, why did you read that in some form of a sexy voice? Like, what was, were you doing with that? Cause when you said opening things up for us, it made me a little uncomfortable. You mean aroused? No, no, no. I, oh, I did she not. Gets those two things confused. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> That's hilarious. 315-834-2696. Give us what you got. Ooh, okay. So uh, do you have a mom fail this week? 
Do oh I? I feel oh like I haven't gosh. given a mom fail in a really long time. Well, because you just claim to not have any, but this was a rough, we had a rough week. We had a really rough week over here. Why? So we just, we were quarantined again. Mm. So uh, once again, this always seems to stem from the high school because the high school kids just each other and hey what chill no they get they they get the and they pass it all around are you you can't say that why you can't say and and (laughs) meredith they do you cannot say that these high schoolers are the worst so anyway the um the football team and several other teams and, and kids were quarantined at the high school, right? Which is bound to happen, especially when you're playing sports. Um, they're not socially distancing, not because they, it, I mean, it's a sport. How can you socially distance in football? You're tackling people, right? Like it's just, it, it, it we knew it was going to happen and get shut down. So anyway, um, one of the neighbor kids, uh, was quarantined because he came in contact with a kid with COVID. And so um, the younger brother of that kid is in the same class as Brian. And mm. so they're buddies, right? And like in our little pod of people that we spend time with, those individuals are in that little pod of people. So we had to kind of lock back in because it was like Brian has spent time with the little brother. And on Monday, the older brother who had come in contact with the COVID kid, um, came down with a fever. So the mom called us and said, just a heads up. Um, I'm not sending my kid to school and you know, you, this is, you know, this is the information that we have. So of course we didn't send any of our kids to school. We were locked back in. She takes her kid and gets her kid tested. Um, she calls us and said, the first, you know, the rapid test was negative. I was like, okay, great. Um, she said, but the doctor wanted to do the blood test as well because he does have some, you know, fever, cough, whatever. So I was like, awesome. So, um, we're waiting and waiting to get those blood results, but those take two, three, sometimes four days to get back. Well, Mm. on the other day, our two children, after being quarantined in our home for three or four days, decide that they're going to ride their skateboards down to COVID's little brother's house and That's ride. What we're calling him now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> COVID's little brother. So he he rides down. Before it was what? what typho- typhoid Mary. No, I called him whatever. COVID's little brother. So um, they ride down, they ride down and, and they're skateboarding together. And, I've, and and I'm looking for my kids all over the place. I can't find them. I'm like, where the heck did they go? They didn't tell me they were leaving the house. They're not answering their phone. They're not answering their phone. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I start looking around and where do I find them? But at COVID little, COVID's little brother's house. I'm so Dave loses his sh- shit. I lose my shit. You're we, running down the street with Lysol yeah, spraying. Where I'm grabbing the kids, taking them in the house. Just Dave is grounding them forever. He's screaming, taking away electronics. And we're like, why would you think it's okay when we don't know if this kid is sick with actual COVID to go and play outside. Well, we were outside. Regardless. We were outside. Regardless of a global pandemic, he's sick. Right. Like, why would you go to the neighbor's house when you know there's a sick person in there? Like, just common sense, right? But apparently our 10 and 12-year-old do not have any common sense. And so they are down there. Um, But it was outside. 
who's outside in the air. And it's like, oh my gosh. So we have this complete mental breakdown. The kids are having a mental breakdown. Like the, like the pandemic just wore us all the way down that day, right? Yeah. Luckily, the next day we get a phone call. It was negative. His, te- his blood yes. test was negative. They think he, the kid has strep, right? So they're, gonna, they're taking him back in for a strep test. It's got to be so tough for the kids, though, dude. Yes. I mean, like, understanding-wise. Obviously, don't leave the house without telling your parents that sucks. But, like, in reality, as a kid, you're weighing the consequences. You know what I mean? And if you don't see it, you know what I mean? You don't see yourself getting sick. You don't – it's hard, probably, to understand the gravity of the situation when you're 10 and 12. So it was, it was, I was just... smoking weed on air conditioners behind buildings. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I'm so... just, <laughs> just looking for some perspective there. Sorry. Um, but, it but, could be worse. but the, right. But the, here's the thing. I think it's just, everybody has gotten so weary at this point in this, because I remember you and I being on the podcast when this was first discussed and we were I didn't all even like, want to talk about it. We were all like, we'll be on the cruise in October and everything's going to be great. And this will maybe last a few weeks or a month. And now we're now we're what is it? Ten? Are we ten months in? I don't know. I feel like we're at ten, nine or ten months. People have gotten pregnant and pushed out babies already during this pandemic. Like, like new life has been born through this uh, pandemic, probably as a result of this pandemic, because everybody's locked up in houses. What do you want to do? I don't know. Sex. Like that's what's happening. Wait, 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 wait. That was happening. I thought in it houses. I think for <laughs> people who want to touch each other and maybe have babies, I don't know. But my point is. Uh, it's it were it's really weighing on everybody now and unfortunately it's not looking any better outside right like the case count is high and p- parts of the country are shutting down again and this is but on the horizon Let's kill betty why on the horizon are two and soon to be three vaccines that are in fact between 90 and 95% effective which is huge news massive news. Why are there three of them? Because all these companies have been trying to produce a vaccine to bring it to market so that, so, and they're all finishing up at the same time. Right. Because they all started at the same time. I was, I was, love that. I was wondering like, did someone, is there going to be some documentary 20 years from now where someone from the first place to get it is like meeting in a dark garage, handing papers over to someone from the second company? You know, and, and some, some sneaky stuff in the background. Wait, Why? what? What I don't know what you're talking about. That they all finish at the same time, like right after each other. Are they copying notes? I. Okay, you're really getting deep into... Are you and Tiffany talking about conspiracies hey, when I'm not I'm around? That's where I'm at. All I know, all I know is this. Uh, all I know is this. Uh, I. This is mom fail? That this whole this whole thing, my the last ten months has been a mom fail. <laughs> True, um, but seriously, this this is good news. Like I I I I know people are going to be a bit weary about this vaccine and things like that, but I'm telling you, like this is good news. The fact that it has ninety to ninety five percent efficacy is huge. That's huge. Yes. Well, good. News. You know, looking at the kids though, you you were right, Tiffany, with them having a hard time. You the video we talked about with Sophia getting. The guinea pigs. That reaction from her mm-hmm. was eight months of emotion coming out. 
and yeah. that, that she doesn't know or understand. I was talking to, to one of my friends and they're like, oh, we got a gift for, for our daughter. And she just cried and didn't know how to accept it because <laughs> the future is so uncertain. It was like, I don't know what to do. It's like, just be thankful and just cried, yeah. you know, so that's, that emotion is everywhere. Yeah. But we're, we'll get through it together. Yeah, well, that's what we've been doing, right? Like, we got to just keep doing what we've been doing, and that's spending time together and talking with each other. I saw a quote I really liked, and it was like, if you didn't accomplish anything this year, don't feel bad. Like, sometimes just maintaining your sanity is, like, the biggest accomplishment of all, and they worded it way better, but I was like, yeah. That feels good. Did you did you see the mom? I don't know. I can't find it. It got taken down, I think. And I'm not exactly sure why, but it was hilarious. So there's this woman and she's pouring a glass of wine, right? To where it's like overflowing. And she's like, I just found my my book, my journal from, from the beginning yes. of 2020 with my goals in it. Did you see this video? I don't think it got taken I down. I couldn't find it when I went back looking for it on Instagram. So... Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So she she just starts reading all the goals that she had for 2020, and it, it and and obviously you see it just crumbles and none of the goals occur and she's just it's she's laugh crying and it's just this I think I think it's how everybody feels because I actually came across my notes from the beginning from from January of 2020, and it was like. Um, podcast tour and um more stand-up comedy and um I want to pitch a tv show and I want to do that and it's just and it's like everything on it it's like (laughs) crossed off (laughs) crossed off like no I didn't come I didn't get any single one of those things done not one not one thing from my list happened in 2020 I bet you some new stuff you didn't expect happened, though. <laughs> yeah, sure did. But my point is, what you, to your it goes to to your point. Sometimes you don't just put have your to point to my point. Sometimes my point. Keep your point pointing at you. My point points directly to your point, which <laughs> states that your point was in fact accurate. Bing. Our points uh, are touching. Your points, the points touch. <laughs> because you're right. Sometimes it's simply about survival. Sometimes it's just about getting what you need to get done, done. And, um, you know, curling up and crying in a corner. Sometimes that's just where you're at. And that's okay. Uh, it, I just think I, it makes me very nervous that everybody says stuff like F2020, which absolutely F2020. But because everybody's expecting 2021 to be you know, the answer or whatever. And I think that if 2020 taught us anything, it's that nothing is in our control other than what we do. You know what I mean? And so we have to go into the new year with no expectations and just take it day by day. Do you know what I'm saying? Cause I, 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 it makes me so nervous every time because you know, we never thought we would be here. And so even to, like, just it, I tried to, maybe I have a mental health issue because I, this is no surprise, but me, I think I try to live in a delusion is what I do. And I like to pretend like things are fine and like everything's okay and that things are what they are. And in this bubble of just focusing on my family and focusing on each day and doing the best I can. And it really allows me to not get overwhelmed. But if I were to turn on the news and like read through social media all the time, I would probably get bogged down. And really bummed out. So I like to pretend like I just look out my window 
The trees are blowing. It looks normal. It's fine. You know what I mean? I'm delusional, but it helps. I don't know. What meme? Are you showing that to people? No. Don't show that to people. What meme? It said, Dear 2020, wrong hole. Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. Sincerely, everybody. Sincerely, everybody. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you're I, a parent, I have some good news. Okay. There's a study, a scientific study that shows that parental restrictions on technology are have little lasting effect into adulthood and that uh, it's scientifically proven that we may be blowing it out of proportion. And I haven't read the article yet, but the title tells me everything I need to know that it's fine to shove a tablet at your kid for a little while. Did you feel compelled to read the article or just the Yeah. No, I just, I saw what I needed to see. Um, And I saw that uh, a study, um, this research addresses the moral panic about technology that we so often see, said Joshua Good, a doctoral student in sociology. Um, It's published in the Advances of Life course research. Um, It's a four-year national science-funded these are big words, and I'm not in college, but basically they're saying it's fine. Um, so it's fine. Since uh, 1997, you adapt, right? So whether you have a lot of screen time now, as you get older and you have to go to work and all that kind of stuff, you'll adapt. That's it. Okay. I'm just I'm I'm breezing through it now, and it just says it's cool. Science. So, well, I mean, so it, talk about things that get twenty twenty, right? Any sort of thing on kids and keeping them entertained or engaged in something, you you got to do it. Yeah, because and that's uh, the point that I was. It's a I wasn't trying to make any point, but that's a good point that you made, and I was going to try to steal it. Um, I think that with everybody being home. And having some people having to become teachers suddenly and all this stuff. I think that if your kid watches a little too much bubble guppies while you handle the rest of the stuff in the house, it's fine. And that's my opinion. And I'm not a doctoral student, but um, I have been doing that a lot. And I start to feel guilty. And I'm like, no, because somebody has to do these dishes and this laundry and work. And so if my son watching Roblox for an hour in a row is what has to be done. Then that's what has to be done. Although I have been making sure to do sight words and read with him. And I'm not trying to brag, but his teacher said that he was an amazing student and that she uses him as an example to the other kids of what they should be doing. Wow. And I laughed because I thought she was joking, but she wasn't. Isn't that amazing when people tell you things like that and you're like, do you have the right kids? I I was like, (laughs) Are you, Caden? Are you sure? Because that's not what happens here. I um, he must be doing something different. But um, it made me feel really guilty because he's. She said the only time she's ever seen him like upset, she asked him what was wrong, and his lips started quivering, and he started uh, his eyes started watering, and he said, um, "My mommy's out of town, and I miss her." Oh. And I was like, "Well, I'm never effing leaving the house again." It made me feel so bad. I didn't know he cared. He doesn't even say bye to me. 
He could have just been hungry. That's probably what it was. <laughs> so I have something we can talk about. What? Okay. <clears throat> so I don't know if this happens in your house, but it happens in my house a lot. And I thought maybe we'd bring it up because even what after... Are, what are you bringing up? Even after bringing it up recently again, it has yet to be addressed. So <clears throat> a lot of times when I will be scurrying around the house working, um, doing dishes, doing laundry, picking things up. Dave will come up beside me and he'll say, just leave it, leave it. We'll get to it later. Just leave it. And I will look at him and I will say, well, we'll leave it for who, for whom, whom are we leaving this for? Are we leaving this for the maid? Oh, that's me. Are we leaving this? Are we leaving this, this item to be fixed for the repairman? Oh, that's you. Like, who are we leaving these things for? He says it to me all the time. Just leave it. Just leave it. And so a couple now I'm pretty sure it's yes, yes, yes. I'm pretty sure that it's been almost two months now. I have to go back and look because I've been talking about it a lot on my page this past week. I took a bench, a shower bench, which is the sh- the bench I use in my shower to shave my legs, my leg shaving bench. Because I don't, ha- I just have a regular square shower, right? So I need some place to put my leg up to shave my legs. So I bought this stupid little bench. You can't just bend down. No, it's very hard. <laughs> it hurts my back. So okay. I'm Kim forty. I bought a bench. Okay. So Dave says you need to take that bench out of the shower. It needs to be oiled because it's teak wood, and apparently you have to oil teak wood or something. Oh, happens. Meredith, you got a wood bench. Your butt juices are getting in the grains. I don't sit dude. on it. I put my foot on it. Okay, that's better, I guess. So anyway, he takes the bench and he puts it into the middle of the bathroom floor. It sits there for a few days, just pissing me off. So I pick it up and I move it into the garage and I say, please oil the bench. I want it to go back in the shower. I think it's been two months, at least a solid six weeks that the bench has been sitting there and no one has oiled it. Why? Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. We'll just leave it. We'll leave it. Who are we leaving it for? I hired a subcontractor. Oh my God. But guess who the subcontractor was? And guess why they're not getting yelled at? I'll give you one guess. He's the oldest of the three kids we have. Take a guess. Oh, Matthias. Why why are you asking him to do it? So, Matthias. I thought you meant an actual subcontractor. And I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to know? He's an idiot. But when you said not yelling, I should have gotten it. Oh, my God. Just stop. Yep. Yep. This is so stupid. You were supposed to oil the bench. You were supposed to put the bench back in the shower. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Just leave well, it. Well, uh, I have it. a question for Dave. Why? Why? Why tell her to leave it? Like, it's it's not the not getting it done. I get that. That happens at my house all the time. I still have a really cute rustic toilet paper holder that's sitting next to the <laughs> toilet paper holder on the floor for since we moved in. But But why tell her to leave it? She was going to go oil the bench, and I told her to leave it because I had already asked him to do it. So then why didn't you get on his ass to get him to do it? Because you're... Just like when I got on him to give me the tube tire size that took three weeks. Did you order a tube? I did not. No, you didn't. You've not ordered a bike tube, which has been weeks. You've not done the shower bench, which has been weeks. 
Whoa. Listen. How many rounds Let's of golf take you a play? Uh, only two. No. That's bullshit. Gosh, I could never marry you. <laughs> I can't handle. Wait, are you talking to me or her? Her, both of you. <laughs> both of you. I um. I, so here's what she she gets. I say leave it, and what I when I tell her to leave it, it's at eleven thirty at night, midnight, and I tell her to leave it so she can just sit down. Well, someone has to do the dishes. Well, we got three kids that'll be up in the morning. One of them can do it. But if they aren't going to do it, then I understand the frustration. It's like I could have just done it then when I had the bug to do it, and I wouldn't have to deal with looking at it anymore. So so to me, the flip side of this is I like to come in the office after dinner. That is when she wants to sit down and watch TV together. So I get, What do you got going on in the office after dinner? Work. Get stuff done. No. You got to have a clock out time. So he I, doesn't clock out. I want to come in. None of get, us do. And get some work done. And I get told, just leave it. It'll be here tomorrow. Just leave it. <laughs> right? And I'm not telling you to leave it because some magical person is going to do it every time. I'm telling you to leave it because it's 1130 at night. You're telling midnight. me to leave it so that I can just do it later. Right? Just like you tell me to leave the <laughs> office work so I can do it later. It's the same thing. I'm never getting my shower bench back in the shower. I, I will drop everything for today and I will get it done. By the time this episode drops, you will your hiney will be on a freshly oiled bench. I don't sit on it. It's only you're gonna, you're Is it like super expensive? No. no. So who cares about oiling it? Just put it back in there. Because he says I'm gonna ruin it. It'll the whittle crack or some nonsense. I don't know. Okay. I'm just rot fast. I'm just trying to follow the rules, except it's very difficult to have to shave without a bench. I don't okay. <laughs> I, I guess have, once you live a certain lifestyle, I you can't have go a back. bad back. <laughs> Speaking of frothed coffee milk. Oh shower benches. Okay. This is what I'm dealing with. I froth my milk for my coffee. I, that's a thing. Okay. I love it. I wish I could. It's delightful and wonderful. Just buy a frother. It's 40 bucks. I can't afford it. It's $40. Stop <laughs> it. I'm just kidding. What are you saying? Speaking of. Speaking of, I was in my car yesterday. We were texting. You were getting corrective lenses and I was getting allergy shots. And I was oh, that like, was so funny. how old are we that we're sitting here and it's like texting each other like, hey, what are you doing? I'm just getting bifocal contact lenses. <laughs> What are you doing? Getting allergy shots? I'm just getting my allergy shots because I got a really intense pine allergy and I'm scratching all over the place. Like, what is happening? I was like, let's go play bingo later. Yeah. Like, we're getting so old. Some bocce ball. Bocce ball. Dioli. Like, we just... No. (laughs) Yeah, I have to get special contacts because my cornea is whack. You're just the one cornea? Just the one. And so I have to get contacts that go over my whole eye and what? don't touch my cornea. Are they the size of quarters? They're the size of your eye. Ew. How do you get it in and out? You, dude, it's the effing worst. You have to get a plunger. Oh, my God. Not really? like a toilet plunger. A little plunger. And then you put the lens there and then you have to squirt contact solution into the bowl. And then look down and pop it into your you eye. You stab your eye with a plunger to get them in and out? I feel like stabbing's an aggressive word. 
Wow. It's more like a placing. Yeah, but it's not a good time. They're called sclera because I have something called caraconia. I don't know. You got an eye disease? Your husband has it, Jennifer? I'd love some insight into it. I really want to talk about these 12 pregnancy gadgets that are allegedly supposed to help people. And I, I haven't read them yet, but they're oh, supposed to make the nine ha- months. Do we have pregnant people listening? If so, this is for you. As somebody who's been pregnant, I would love to hear about it. I have. It's just been so long. So this was something that came in. Um, someone had suggested is something to kind of talk about. It was 12 pregnancy gadgets and products to make nine months easier. And I looked through the list and I tried to imagine myself showing up at home with some of these for Meredith in the middle of her being pregnant and trying to not die. Mm. All right. right. So this first one is a pregnancy journal. I had one of those. I never wrote. Yeah. Never. Did you number two? I would love to have had number two. What is it? It's a fetal Doppler device. I was always so paranoid. Oh, a it connects to the Bluetooth monitor. app okay. on your phone so you can you record the heartbeat. Batteries out. Yeah. Me or Meredith? Uh, I, I'm saying you. Yeah, I wouldn't have left it off of my body at any point. I'd just go to the store with it on. Just I would love to just know. I worried a lot. These swell insulated water bottles for daily hydration. This I must have be a those. sponsored ad. Oh, I was gonna it? say I have one of those bottles. <laughs> A body pillow, of course. Love oh, I had it. that. I had that. I did too. Um, did I see gender predictor? I don't know. I, oh, I no, was, it's a gender predictor quiz. I was laughing at these these relief bands because... Who was it that you were really sick with, Meredith? Oh, my God. I was sick with all of them. I had the worst morning sickness. I tried really? everything. She would have... She ripped my head off if I showed up with a band. Uh, not, not if it worked. Look, I was I was sick. I puked well into my fifth month. I belly puked and, puked and puked. Belly buds. Play music for your baby-to-be. They're literal like earbuds that stick to your belly and you hook it up to your phone and play music. Mm-hmm. No. That's kind of cute. I wouldn't buy it, but it's cute. Ooh, they have a jacket extender for winter. And you put your baby in your jacket, dude. I love that. I'll put Chloe in it right now. It's like a little papoose, a little winter coat papoose for your baby. Why is it called? What's a papoose? Isn't that an animal? Like a carrier. No, it's a papoose. There's nothing too crazy on here. I thought it was going to be wild. No, the, the last one was to get clothing because I tried buying her clothing and it did not work well. Really? No, you gave me a hundred dollars and said, go buy some fat pants. Oh, when I didn't okay. fit in my clothes anymore. I don't think that was the word. Mm, I feel like it was. What was um, your favorite part of being pregnant? Um, I, 
I liked feeling the baby kick and move around. That was probably my favorite because you knew they were in there kind of like doing jumping jacks until the re- until the end where you were just so fat you couldn't move and, and there was no room for the baby anymore and mm. it just stepped all over your bladder and your spleen and your kidneys and you were just... Towards the end, I was so constipated and my hemorrhoids were so out of control. It was just like, please, please just deliver this baby. I can't take yeah. it anymore. But there were some really nice moments but somewhere in there where I enjoyed it I'm sure <laughs> yeah I I loved um like having a, an excuse to not do stuff oh okay that was my favorite part like being like I can I can eat this pint of ice cream because I'm pregnant mm. I'm not gonna fold the laundry because I'm pregnant like I used it to my advantage when I was first pregnant with Caden, but we lived in a apartment with stairs. So you had to like take the laundry, put it in a bag, walk it down two flights of stairs, walk across the parking lot to the laundry room, put change in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I was like, no, nah, I'm not about this life. Speaking of pregnancy, I have to pee so bad. Can you tell a fun story while I go pee really quick? I'm not pregnant. I just, my bladder's effed up. My baby's broke my veg. Okay. Yeah, so. go pee. Thanks. Okay. okay, I'll be our B. Don't talk about me when I'm gone. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so as Tiffany urinates, um, I I have. I mean, my pregnancies were not normal though, so I think it's hard for me to relate to people that had normal pregnancies because I was on bed rest and had surgeries and was medicated and was always worried when wow. I was pregnant. Yeah, every pregnancy was, they were awful. Yeah, they were awful. It was awful because it was scary because we we worried. And I lost babies before. So I had, um, you know, a couple of miscarriages before Matias. And then Matias, I was, ended up in the hospital in preterm labor. Eight, I think it was eight hospital visits before delivery with him. It was a lot. And, um, and that was our first. So it was very, very, very scary because we had never traveled that road. And then we had Matias. And then when we decided to do it again with Sophia, it was a little bit, a little bit easier because we kind of knew what to expect, but it was still, it was still really difficult being put on bed rest at six months and being on medication. I think that one was only two visits. There were a couple Sophia. of preterm visits, but not not the as bad. Expected one, and then the the other one when you were doing stuff you weren't supposed to, and had to go in with her. I broke up a fight. Yeah, I broke up a fight six months with pregnant. who at a at a at the high school. She was <clears throat> she was confined to a wheelchair after her surgery. <laughs> And on the way home, she decided to get out of her car, walk across the parking lot, and break up a fight. Well, the kid was getting ready to the kid was getting ready to kill the other kid. It wasn't just like a brawl. One kid had a brick in his hand, so I kind of had to intervene because that was an intense situation. But I was, you know, I mean, especially when you teach at a high school, you never know what's going to happen. So, but then I did. I had real bad contractions and ended up in preterm labor again. It was, it was, you know, it was, it was a lot. Being pregnant was a lot. 
I'm sorry. But I love I love when people have really uneventful normal pregnancies and they can go about their daily life and like I think that's great. I think everything about that is wonderful. Tiffany, I think I can't hear you. Did you hit something when you oh, shoot? Oh. Did I? You're a little little lower than you were before. Oh, mother. Hello, Did you pee on your equipment? Hello, can you hear me now? No. Tap the mic. Uh, no. Yeah. I think it's out. No, she's No, in the you're mic. out. I can hear myself. How about now? That's better. Okay. How how about this? Here you go. Let's keep going. My cervix is broken. What? Did you can you hear that? Yeah. Why are you talking about your cervix? <laughs> Dave said, unfortunately. Why am I talking about my cervix? Yeah, what's wrong with your cervix? I just went to the bathroom. It reminded me. I don't think that's your cervix. I had to go to the doctor twice, two days in a row. Just recently? Yeah, yesterday and the day before. About your cervix? Yeah. What so, did they say? I'm going to try to use code words in case there's any kids around, okay? Uh-huh. On the 11th, uh, hypothetically, my husband and I were high-fiving. Oh. And um, after the high-five, I looked at my hand, and it was just, it was, there was, it was bleeding. Uh-huh. And I was like, why is my hand bleeding? My hand's supposed to bleed a couple weeks from now. So then um, I called the doctor and I was like, is it normal for this to be happening? And they're like, how long does it happen? And it usually happens every time. And so she's like, let's get you in. And she, Dave, you might want to plug your ears for this part. She opened with her spatula things and she looked in there and she said, <laughs> Oh man, it's gnarly in there. And then started talking about something else. And I was like, hi, sorry. Can you back up? Did you just say it was gnarly inside my lady? And she's like, yeah, sorry. I just mean it's, it looks very angry. And I was like, cool. So anyway, she did the tests, swabs, whatever, signed me up for an ultrasound so I went home and I Googled angry cervixes and I should not have done that. Um, and then after that appointment, things started getting really intense and there was a lot of bleeding and pain. And so I called her the next day and I was like, Is, could that have triggered my lady time? And she said, possible, come on in. And then she had a specialist come with in with her and they just kept having this conversation. And she's like, um it looks weird. Right. And the other one's like, yeah, she's like, see how it's blanched up there. And the lady's like, yeah, let's just da, 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 and wait for the results, blah, blah, blah. So then I get home and I start Googling blanched cervixes and I did not, I, it's when you boil a chicken in water for a second. So I'm like, that's not cool, man. So then, um, I got an angry blanched cervix. So I don't know what that means. Um, but I'll know Tuesday. Okay. So, yeah, I don't have a cervix anymore. You have to have a cervix. I don't. 
Your ovaries aren't a cervix, right? They just... Your ovary, your cervix is attached to your uterus. Yeah, but the cervix is what blocks no. the inside of your body from the outside. No, I don't have a cervix. I can guarantee it. Don't Show own me. One. I don't own one anymore. It was taken out. It's taken I out don't see how that's uterus. possible. So what's blocking it. everything from falling into your vagina? There's, there's just that... The, the vagina closes up That's there. the cervix. No. The hole. No. You don't keep a cervix. You know, you need a cervix to have babies. You don't keep a so, cervix when they take your uterus out. So what is this thing in the back? They just, I'm telling you, I don't have one. I'd like to see a doctor's oh. note. <laughs> you want a doctor's note that says I don't mm-hmm. have a cervix? I was literally just at the doctor's. So if, okay, so if worse comes to worse and it's broken, they take it out. Cool. That's fine. I mean, fine. if you're not, if you're not going to have any more babies or any of that, and there was, let's say it was broken, then you, you can have a, now you're having a hysterectomy if they have to take that out. Yeah. And a total, somebody is saying total hysterectomy is ovaries, uterus, and cervix. I had a partial, which is uterus and cervix. So but you have, just kept your ovaries? They're I, just floating in the abyss? They don't, they're not float. Did you take any anatomy classes? They're baby balloons. Okay. <laughs> so your ovaries are attached still, but not to the uterus, but they are, they're not just floating in there. And I huh. am in early menopause though, as a result of, of having the uterus and the cervix gone because there's not as much blood supply to the ovaries. So they do start to like die off. So then why not, why didn't you just take them out too? Do you because need them for something? Because you'll go into immediate menopause. So they said I would have anywhere, I would start going into menopause anywhere between two and five years after my hysterectomy, which I'm over two years out now. And I started getting hot flashes. I've had weight gain. I've had some very common um, menopause symptoms. So... Um, somebody said, oh, Tiff, do you want more babies? They must have seen my face. I want more babies. I, I don't know what's going on with me lately. Um, but I really miss. Oh my God. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Are you really thinking about doing it again? It sounds like it. I'm sorry. Maybe it's because I'm on my period, but, um, I just, my kids are getting so big so fast and I just can't believe that. Like I, and I know it's stupid and I know that like, it's a fleeting thing, but I just can't believe that I'm not going to like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Hold a baby, change diapers, give it a bottle. Yeah. Just like something that needs me all the time. My kids are becoming so much more independent and it was like something that I wanted to pass so quickly and I couldn't wait for them to grow up. And now that they're grown up, I'm like, you guys don't even need me anymore. And it's, um, it's just like a thing I'm going through. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I've been having dreams about it. Yeah. Like every night, but I don't think, I, I mean, but what does Drew think? Well, he's had a vasectomy and, um, so it's like not, they can be reversed. I know he would never. And I honestly, 
I don't know if this is just like a phase. Maybe I just need to hold somebody's baby. I don't know. I'm also like... Google vasectomy reversal. I don't know if I'm ready for all that. I don't know. Probably I don't know what's going on with me. I just... You know what it is? I took uh, Chloe to the eye doctor today because she has this weird tick thing that's going on. And I kept her out of school and took her to the eye doctor. And I was just looking at her sitting in the doctor's chair having a conversation with the doctor and it reminded me of when I used to bring her into like the pediatrician in a carrier and she was just like a baby laying there and now she's having full-on conversations and getting her eyes examined and I'm like what the hell dude it's so crazy to me how fast things go and um, I'm just feeling really sentimental and I wasn't expecting to get emotional about it but I guess just thinking about having a baby and all this Cervixy stuff has got me just thinking about it. Going to the OBGYN again. You know what I mean? Walking in there. Yeah, there's always pregnant people in there. Yeah, and yeah. I the last time I was there was when they were checking on the baby and Dopplers and stuff like that. So anyway, I'm just probably emotional because I'm on my period. Is probably what it is. But I just want to hold a baby. Well, um, I'm sure you could find a baby to hold if you really wanted to. <laughs> It's uh, hard in the pandemic. Right. People it is don't. hard to get baby snuggles during a pandemic. <laughs> I, trying. I agree. I agree. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's tough. You're, you're also, cause look, I had, after having the hysterectomy, there were moments where I thought to myself, cause it's so final. Like it's, it's, there's just literally, I don't even have a place to house a baby if I wanted to, like it's completely finalized. Like I cannot reproduce anymore. And I did start to have these feelings of like, well, I, what, what's the purpose? What purpose do I serve now? Like I can't even produce any more children. Like I'm just, so I understand those feelings. Mine were a little more about the physicality of it being over because I think like I knew I was done after Brian, after my third, um, yeah. You, uh, do you, do you want to come hold my grandchildren? Because you can come to. hold my grandchildren, my guinea, my gr- guinea pig grandbabies. Maybe that'll make you feel better. <laughs> um, but no, I just think it's, I think it's something that every woman goes through and feels even when you logically know that you're done in your brain, your body and your heart, you know, there's something very amazing about, you know, reproducing I mean yeah you know I I don't know that's probably a very biological term for it but you know having a baby but I think the same thing occurs when you adopt I was just gonna say I think I would like if anything I would love to adopt yeah I mean when you're handed that baby and that and you're you know given this gift and and now you know I think there's I think there's just as strong an emotional connection and bond I mean a parent is a parent is a parent so if that's something you want to look at, you know, maybe your body is done, but that doesn't mean you have to be done. Yeah. And the, I mean, you kind of finalized things with the vasectomy unless you want to yeah. do the snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap, back and forth. Well, you know how a couple of months ago I got a false positive. Do you remember that? Yes. I, I got a false positive pregnancy test. I was feeling weird. I was acting weird. So I took pregnancy tests that said positive. Like I videotaped it and everything. I was devastated. I was, I kept yelling like, this is so tragic because there was no way in hell I was wanting another baby. And, and, um, 
today, I just feel like I wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same reaction. But then again, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I feel this way. I think I just have baby fever. I think that's what it is. I think I just need to hold somebody's baby today mm-hmm. and then I'll be fine. So can I suggest that we not publish anything anywhere? Woman looking for baby to hold. Please stop by. <laughs> let's, let's stay away from that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not kidding. I messaged my friend and I was like, hey, if you want to take a nap or something, bring your baby over but like the problem is i haven't talked to her in years like we're not even really friends that might be we're odd facebook friends <laughs> that might be odd do not scroll through your facebook friends list yeah and i am that's a little weird i know don't do that i know well nobody i know has any little babies right now i don't, I don't know yeah i'm in the same i mean but like i said you know it's as you get older you know, I mean, now you're, I'm still, I'm five years older than you. So you're, I'm 35. I mean, right. Come on. My mom I had a baby at 35. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't, it's totally obviously possible. People have had, but I'm saying for me, like I can't walk up the stairs without getting winded. You know what I mean? Like you've been working out and eating and eating well on your journey. No, that's over. No, it's very fleeting. I mean, it's been, you know what? No, I don't. No, it, no. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? I just, it, it depends. On the day. On the minute. On, on the, how you're feeling. I was doing great for two days last night. I, I bought chocolates for Aubrey's birthday party and is I just ate 17 of them. You can go to hospitals and hold babies. That's a thing. Oh my God. Listen to me. If it is a thing, that can't be during COVID though. Probably they'd have to do testing, right? Yeah. Oh, but I okay. bet I okay. bet it's so a thing. So let me ask you this question: If you called and they said fourteen day quarantine before you can come in, are you doing it? You're gonna lock yourself in for fourteen days. Yeah, that's easy. Thing? I do that anyway. Me or the whole family? Well, the whole family would have to. Yeah, that'd be tough because the kids are in school. Yeah. yeah. Aubrey anyway and she would be like why and I'm like so I can hold a baby yeah (laughs) she wouldn't understand you're gonna disrupt my whole life so you can hold a baby yes oh that must mean they have a shortage shortage of baby snugglers then if you have to quarantine they must have a shortage he literally why is that that someone said it someone said that they do that you have to look. They're talking about it. Oh, background checks. They they use it a lot for NICU babies. Oh, background checks. I'm. Uh. Oh. <laughs> mm. I know it says that I stole handguns <laughs> and AK-47s from someone and sold them, but I don't live like that anymore. I promise. Give me your ba- give me your baby. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know what? You can snuggle babies after COVID. <laughs> what i just it's a weird sentence <laughs> well i was i was just okay after covid so how would you feel about us sending a guinea pig to your house mm. i'd be pissed oh okay. okay thank you though i mean i have two cats it, it's not the same 
the bait my okay so my two friends they're gay and they're amazing i doubt they listen to my podcast but if they do their names are miranda and jesse and they had twins um ivf and their babies they post up close pictures of the baby's face and you know how when babies are sleeping and their little it's just their little eyelashes right here and their little pink baby mouths and their skin is just i'm like you son of a I will drive to Riverview, Florida today and take your kids. I am up. They're Stop so beautiful. You're going to take people's kids on. I'm a- sorry. <sighs> I don't mean it in a bad way, but I will take them forever. Why don't you just offer to babysit in case they want like a, a weekend away? Cause that'll because that'll cure I- it. That'll cure your baby fever because if you have those, if you have two twin twin newborns while you're chasing around three of your own kids, that's going to cure that baby fever real that's quick. That's a good point because if you get a baby for like 15 or 20 minutes, that's going to reinforce this. Yeah, you need a full weekend of up at night, pooping, diapers, screaming. Yeah. I'm open. All right. Well, if anybody wants to give Send me a baby. Her, their newborn for a weekend and have some sleep. Tiffany is willing to take that baby. Um, but my guess is you'll be calling to give it back. It's my guess. I probably. <sighs> then, it, you know, when you have little babies, you just, your purpose is so there. And then when they grow up, it's like, well, damn, who the hell am I? If you don't need me to keep you. Well, let's see. <sighs> You're Tiffany Jenkins. You're an author. You're a comedian. You have a million different jobs. You create merchandise, t-shirts, coffee mugs. You help people who are um, going into recovery and making their way through recovery. You're a speaker. You are great at engaging an audience. You do sketch comedy. I mean... (laughs) Thanks, friend. So what else? I mean, do you need more on your plate? Oh, my dog's having a puppy dream. (gasps) <gasps> I thought you said your dog was having a puppy and I was like, no, oh, puppy give dreams. it to me. Puppy dreams. Those are so cute. She's on the floor like this right now. <laughs> I do like naps, Allison. That's a really good point. I'm, it's a phase, you guys. It's a phase. I'm just emotional. It's irrational. I understand. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. Okay. So anyway... So on that note, Tiffany... Thanks for making it weird. <laughs> Tiffany is not going to steal any babies. Well, she let's... promise. I mean, I'm going to keep an eye on your socials for the next couple of days. <laughs> hey, guys, new contest. Give me your baby no. and I'll give you a book. A book for a baby? Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm just kidding. I, you know, I'm not going to endorse anything that was said on today's podcast. That's where I'm at. But maybe next week's podcast. Why don't you guys join us next week for another episode of Take It. Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no no idea idea what we're we're doing. doing. Don't give your baby to Tiffany. All right, guys. I love you so much. Thanks for being here. Sorry for crying. Thanks for being a good friend. See you next week. (laughs) Bye.